On episode 116, we've tweaked our show's format just a little bit, and we get to talk about the movie Twister with the creators of Solid F2, the minute-by-minute Twister podcast from Joe and Kelly Mays. I don't feel like you're super handy. I mean, like, you're, <laughs> wow. You're, I'm just wow. saying, you're really great with, like, tech stuff. This is true. But, like, Ooh. if I was, like, fashion a baseball bat with nails coming out of it, I feel like I'd have to do that myself. We also have a new Wasted Weather clip featuring our friend Janice Dean. Weather Trollbot 5000 is back in from the garage and much, much more. Hey, welcome to the most entertaining weather podcast on your listening and viewing device. This is the award-winning Storm Front Freaks podcast, and it's always happy hour when we record every night. Uh, it's every night, what the heck, but uh, tonight it's a way to find out uh, who's on the show, who do we got uh, from our co-hosts, and uh, I'm going to start up with MJ. MJ, what are you drinking tonight? All right, I am uh, drinking, again, I have my favorite uh, tall glass, and this is a... Uh, a Kraken barrel, which is Kraken and uh, root beer schnapps and A and W root beer. If you like root beer barrels, it's uh, it's dead on. Wait, is that do you do you have A and W schnapps and root beer? That is correct. Wow, does that like is that mixed beer. well? Double whammy. It's, it tastes like a root beer barrel. <laughs> All right, Maz, go. what are you drinking tonight, brother? Well, it's a little chilly in Ohio, so I'm just doing uh, Maker's Mark on the rocks. Oh, that's on the rocks. For you. Yeah. Is, do you have one of those big ice cubes or just a bunch of little ones? Sure. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> what comes out of the fridge? Brady, what are you drinking tonight? You know, I'm in Ohio too, so I, you know, it's a little cold here, so I figured I'd warm myself up with a little bit of Tennessee honey whiskey. I'm drinking it straight. Ooh, I'm drinking it straight because I do not do the ice cubes. You got to do either a big chunk of ice or nothing at all. Those whiskey drinkers, you agree with me, hopefully? Because... Because the other way that water will melt and it'll just be all watery and you don't want that. Uh, all right. Thank, thanks for your uh You're welcome. My mom loved <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> One of our new segments that we're going to do, uh, we're going to call this Wasted Weather. And Wasted Weather, uh, if you've listened to any of our past shows, we have a new segment also called, called Potty Mouth Forecasts. Right. And what we've done is we've gone into the dark web. You know, we've gone to that shady place on the Internet that no one wants to go to or, or the wrong people want to go to. But I thought, you know what, there might be some good weather stuff there. And sure enough, we found potty mouth forecast. But while I was looking for that, I ran across some um, weather people that were on air but must have been drinking or inebriated or intoxicated <laughs> or just sloshed. I don't know what it is, but uh, this one caught my eye right away because this is our friend Janice Dean from Fox News, senior <laughs> meteorologist. And I was listening to this, and she, she was uh, talking, and I'm like, there's just something wrong with you. Normally, you guys know Janice is very bubbly and talks oh, yeah, really fast. And, do, 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 do. Goes, goes, and this is different. So I'm, I found this, and I want to play it for you guys. You tell me what you think and she's not a teetotaler the radar so we did have a little bit of a system across the north still a little bit of rain in florida but out west we have had unprecedented you know wildfires and now the potential for flooding and mudslides 
and debris flows. It was a tragic day in Southern California yesterday because of the rain. Thankfully, that has moved eastward, but it's giving us some energy for a storm system across the upper Midwest. She's still remembering everything. Yeah, it's amazing. Look out. She sounds like Dina. Look out. Storm system here across the northeast on the weekends. So we will keep you up to date. That's a stay tuned, folks. Right. Janice. And it's early in the morning. Oh, all right. I think I think she's maybe had a glass of wine, Kelly, like you when when she had been on. Too show. many of MJ's root beer. Yeah, yeah. she had some root beer barrels. Wow. I think. It could be Kraken Barrel. Wow. Okay. Hey, beginning with our next episode, number 117, on October 29th, uh, we're going to be offering a number of special membership options for our listeners, including we're going to have a live stream of Stormfront Freaks Raw. Now, that's our unedited, you know, strong PG-13 recording that we do every other Thursday night, but we're going to be offering that exclusively to our Patreon members. Uh, so in an effort to kind of help support the costs of us uh, producing this show and, and really to also provide more interaction with you, we've created five different levels of support and participation. And you can find all those at patreon.com slash stormfront So levels, listen to this, they include exclusive merchandise, uh, virtual happy hours with us. Maybe it's Ooh, Maz. Go. Yeah, Brady, maybe with you. MJ. Cheers. Nice. Uh, and so we'll have virtual happy hours with you. Um, and we even have a limited number of spots to join us in the green room on the show and have VIP access to also speak with our guests. So we want to get to know you more. So go visit now at patreon.com slash stormfrontfreaks. And uh, go ahead and pick a level of support and membership that works for you. Hey, we are excited to have Joe and Kelly Mays. They are going to be on, they're on to, let me tell you, they met at Penn State while earning their degrees in meteorology in 2007. Do the count the years here. Following their time at Penn State, Kelly continued her education in atmospheric chemistry at Purdue University, and Joe worked for the Indiana State Climate Office. I'm not sure how close they were at that time. But anyway, the married couple began a minute-by-minute -minute podcast about the movie Twister in May of 2020, and you're one minute into the show. Is that right, guys? How long have you been that doing this? That is correct. <laughs> no, we're 30 minutes into the show, but it just feels like one minute. So mm. were you all like on your seventh beer and been like, hey, we should do a minute by minute? I mean, well, how did you come up with this? I mean, we've been quarantined with two small children, so you oh. got to do something wow. else with your time. So. Right. So, wow. yeah, it uh, just kind of came up during uh, quarantine and back in April. We talked about it. I've been asking her to join me on a show for a while. She's I said guessing, no, repeatedly. She's been saying no, right. She's guested on a few of the other shows that I do, but we couldn't find something the two of us were interested in. And just, we, I think Twister was on television one night and I was like, we could talk about this. She's like, yeah, sure. We'll give it a try. And uh, we're... 30 episodes in, a half an hour into the movie. Wow. And, uh... and two listeners. Wow. <laughs> and it's, it's your awesome. mom's, right? It's hey, each it, of your mom's. I, I'm pretty sure our first episode, I think we only had my grandma and like like 
MJ yep. or something on the first episode. So and we had to pay his grandma. So you yeah, know. I did. No, seriously, I was like, you have to listen to it, and I had to pull up the web browser because she didn't know how to get to the internet. So it was it was bad. I, I was going to ask you guys how you picked Twister, and you just—I thought there'd be a better story to that than just it happened to be on TV that night. But well, well it, is, it is one of our favorite it's one movies. Of our favorites, of yeah. so, so tell me about that, because obviously Twister's got a pretty big impact for a lot of people, and especially in weather, whether a lot of it's good or not, but um, or I meant accurate or not. But so tell me what what it is. What, what, do you guys remember when you saw that movie and oh, yeah. what you liked yeah. about it? A hundred percent. You want me to me to go? Yeah, go ahead. I uh, so it came out in what ninety six. Yep. So I was eleven, and you know that's the, the age where you start to maybe become a little more practical about what you want to be. Because I went through a phase where I was convinced I was going to be a drummer for a band, you know. And I don't play the drums. I have never played the drums. I just pictured myself being an, as a drummer in a rock band. That's what I was going to be. Um, but then I saw Twister, and I was like, uh, I could do that. Maybe I'll do that instead. Um, and I kind of stuck with that mentality through, you know, high school into college, went to school for meteorology, learned about atmospheric science, learned about climate change and sort of shifted gear into more of an environmental impact, um, but still stuck with the meteorology through school. But it, it changed my whole course of what I wanted to do from musician on an instrument I couldn't play to to science. So. Big impact. So that's a good story. That that's that's yeah. a good story because we don't know what it would have looked like had you gone that other route. I guess. No, I don't think I would have uh, met him. So, yeah. Joe, what about you, Joe? What uh, what do you remember the, when you saw the movie or or what? Yeah, it meant to you? very sort of similar to Kelly. I, I, well, I was actually already interested in whether that was something that fascinated me. Um, I could think back to you know seven, eight year old, eight years old, just being watching weather channel over and over and over again falling asleep to it that's what would be on the television you know a few years later i hear that a movie about um you know meteorology weather storm chasing was coming out and it was super uh, interesting and i was excited to see it and in i think probably around memorial day 96 uh, i had gone gone to bed it was it was uh the night before a school day sometime in the end of may I'm in bed, and next thing you know, my, my dad comes in the room, wakes me up, and says, let's go, we're going to see the movie, because I've been talking about it, wanting to see it. And this is late night, school night, but I just I was like, okay. So I remember we walked into the theater right as the movie was starting, sat down, and got to see the movie that I've been hoping to see for a long time. And um, I came out loving it and just being so excited to, that uh, I got to see it. And uh, my dad waking up to take it to is something that I'll always... Uh, always remember and uh, it stuck with me and uh, led me to uh, to Penn State to pursue a degree in meteorology. So let me get this straight. Um, she was 11 and you were seven or eight? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I was interested in weather no. when I was seven or eight. And then oh, I was okay. 12, I think, when the 11 or 12 when the movie came out. So gotcha. Yeah. Good school, Penn State. Good school. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Awesome. So, so, so Joe and Kelly, kind of give me a um, – so like first episode, like you guys, like how long is each podcast like that's focused on, you know, a minute of the show? And what do you guys talk about? Because that's, it's, it's really interesting to me. Like, I don't know if I could fill 10 minutes with a, talking about a minute, just talking about myself, you know, like it's awesome. Yeah, we didn't know it, we how sure. much time we could fill speaking about a movie, but um, the conversation generally meanders. We'll, we'll find something in the scene to talk about. Um, we've discovered all sorts of interesting things about mm -hmm. the actors and actresses in the film, so we go off on tangents. Yeah, Bill Paxton was in a, 
a band. Yeah. We didn't Martini know that. Ranch. Martini, Martini Ranch. Martini Ranch. Yeah. Yeah. Listen it up. Yeah, the videos Please are Google pretty it. epic. It's you need to look it up. Amazing. Wow. Really was he a drummer? Oh, oh, singer. He was lead singer. Lead. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Lead it's, singer. Yeah. Wow. Their album uh, was called Holy Cow, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Um, it, w- it was fantastic. Yeah, that was one of our like first five episodes we found this out. We played some of the music. We sampled it. We pulled up the music video. It was... Uh, it was something, but there's a music we, video. We did, I didn't know. Wow. You know oh yeah. Yes. Oh, this was a big thing before he got into acting. He was in this uh, this, this band, Martini Ranch. It's yeah. uh, pour yourself Google a drink it. and pull it up on YouTube. It is it's so worth, it. worth it. That won't be a problem. <laughs> well, we weren't sure when we got started. I had no idea. All the show, other shows I do are an hour long, but talking about a minute of a movie, I had no clue how long it was going to take. Most of the time, our episodes are about 15 to 20 minutes because it's tough to drag out a minute of a movie. Um, a few of them go longer, like I think the Martini Ranch episode because we got lost in this uh, YouTube <laughs> video and, and bizarre music. Uh, it, we, we talked about that a little bit. And the intro episode is a half an hour, I think, because we kind of introduced ourselves. But for the most part, we try to keep it to a nice 15 to 20 minutes, talk what we need to about the 60-second uh, movie clip, and uh, and then move on. And we try to record two or three episodes at a time so that you do get kind of the full podcast experience closer to an hour or so. That that's got to be tough when there's like no characters on the screen during that time frame. You're just like trees, <laughs> more trees. Another Looks cow. like these yeah. are oak trees, or maybe you know a little bit of birch. Yeah, that yeah. would be. Yeah, you're right. That would be tough. Yep. Yeah. Kelly did talk about cows, background cows, uh, for huh? a long part of. Yeah, the- I pointed them out in every minute for yeah. a solid ten minutes. Like, do you guys keep it movie. strict? Like, like if, for example, like if there's literally nothing, like you're just driving for a minute, or you know, I can't recall every minute of the movie, but like, do you guys keep it really strict where you're like, you know, you set start the timer, end the timer? Oh wow, yeah, oh, that's oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. That's so actually I, really fun. I pull it up on on one of the screens here, and, and we usually watch it before we start, and we'll turn to each other and be like, "Wow, this minute is not great for yeah. conversation." You know, there's a minute where <laughs> where the two main characters are just having a having a fight with you know about their their marriage or lack marriage, thereof right. in the car and i'm like Oof, this is rough all right let's talk about this just Here do a little, what, little therapy the, session what's the farthest out on a tangent you guys have gone i mean are you like we got nothing to talk about you know if you burn all those trees the amount of carbon i mean like <laughs> what do you do i could calculate it the problem that was my grad school thesis so that, that's true that's wow. true we i mean Last episode that we released, I think we we took kind of a dive into the movie industry in general and just kind of were disgruntled at the fact that no one's coming up with original ideas. But that's still related. You know, we're talking about a movie, so that's not a big, big divergence. Probably the Martini Ranch, that music aspect was something I didn't even know existed until we started to do this podcast. And I believe we discovered it live while we were recording. Yeah, I, I was Googling something about Bill Paxton on my phone and I was like, wait, 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 wait. He was Hold in a band. everything. There's a band called Martini Ranch, and Bill Paxson was the lead singer. We have to talk about this right now. So, you know. It, the music video is like eight minutes long, too. It's it's yeah. it's crazy. Is there something about hot dogs in it? I feel like it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a long so quarantine. Were, were you doing that live at the time? Well, or were you prior to recording? Oh, no. When we discovered the, the Martini Ranch, we discovered it while we were doing the recording of the episode. Yeah, so everything you hear, I I don't recall off the top of my head what minute it is. It's early, though, like mm-hmm. 7 or 8, something like that. And we just stumble upon, I think we were reading up on him, talking about uh, him as an as, as an actor. And 
we're like, wow, he had a musical career before he really hit it big. And we do try to pull in meteorology into it. Yeah. If I get a chance to talk about some of the physics that's happening or, you know, little nuggets they throw out in the movie here and there, we'll talk about them. I heard you guys talking about mammatus clouds uh, recently (laughs) when I was listening to one of your episodes. But so what what got you into this minute by minute concept? I mean, did you you must have heard something or listened to something? Well, if we were going to. Well, yeah, there's there's a a bunch out there. These minute by minute uh, pods, I think the ones that I've seen and listened to have all been Star Wars related with so many movies to, you know, go into those minute by minute. There's a lot out there. Um, I, I think I just took the you know, five, six movies that we share that there aren't a lot of podcasts about. I just was thinking, hey, could we break this down minute by minute? It gives us a good amount of time and episodes, but it isn't something that we're like, this is going to go on forever. We'll we'll get in, we'll get it done, we'll have fun, uh, and then we'll be able to move on. And the minute by minute just allows it to be episodic. So, so how what, old what, have you gotten to your favorite scene yet? Have you, have you gotten your favorite twister scene? Sorry, Mass. Um, no, not 30 minutes in. I mean, there's some good stuff. We just hit the first chase scene. Uh, that's where we're at right now. Uh, and that's a good scene. I don't know that I would say it's, it's my favorite though. So I don't, I don't, we haven't hit my favorite yet. Remind me of that part. Where was that? What is that part again? The first chase scene where they go into the ditch. They're in the yellow Jeep. They're Ah, in the ditch. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of it has us questioning the decisions of the characters more than anything else. Um, which, you know, I didn't do as a child seeing the movie, but now watching it and being somewhat critical of it as I'm watching it, a lot of the decisions are very poor decisions. <laughs> and uh, we do spend a lot of time wondering why why would they do that? Was it like- you, didn't, you didn't answer my question. What What's your favorite scene? Oh, you want to know what our Twister. favorite scene is? Yeah, like have you gotten to it yet? Or what, what is your favorite Twister scene? My, I'll, I go if, yeah, if go you're going to think about it. I've got to think about it, honestly. All, all-time favorite scene in Twister is when they're at the drive-in and uh, The Shining is playing at the drive-in theater and the wind is just starting to pick up a little bit. You know, you don't really get the sense that anything's going on. Um, a little bit of ominous music starts to pick up in the background just a little bit. You might see a flash of lightning here and there. Um and then, you know, she notices the static on the screen and the girl and the barista stand and uh, they realize what's coming. They try to get people out. It, the the buildup of that scene has just always been my favorite. So we haven't gotten there yet. It'll be another four years before we get to that scene. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 get, I think my favorite scene is probably the, the water spout scene. I really like that one. Um, with Melissa in the back seat and just kind of seeing the two you know, storm chasers, the, the, the weather... Uh, the weather nerds kind of freaking out about what they just saw and she's there panicking because she doesn't know what's going on. And of course you get the, the cow, the cow scene, which everyone loves. I, that's probably my favorite part. I don't, honestly, I don't know if I've ever thought what is my favorite scene. I like the, in, enjoy the entire movie. And I never was like, this is my favorite moment. Meg's mashed potatoes. That's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> Great. Yes. Famous gravy. That's right. So how old are you guys going to be when this thing is all done? Well, our kids will be in college. Yeah, well, so. we'll probably put them through college by then. So, yeah. I, I guess I we Joe as original idea my, was to finish it by next May. Yeah, my my hope was to be done with the entire movie by this coming May uh, because it's the 25th anniversary of the film. That was just kind of I thought we'll do this for a year, get everything done, and kind of have a finale here as we celebrate the actual 25th anniversary on May 10th. So, we'll see if that happens. I have we, no idea. 
we did a uh, so we did a actual twister commentary episode it was back on back on episode 106 for us where we all got together and we actually watched it and and commented on it but we didn't do minute by minute because i guarantee <laughs> you we would have been been at a loss for words but i'll tell you what it's time we're going to take a quick break uh we're going to be right back with more from joe and kelly Tornado Titans is where we capture incredible skies, and we teach you to do it too. It's coming right for us. Get ready for the Titan U Minute. Hey everyone, it's Sander. Have you ever dreamed of moving to the heart of Tornado Alley to chase storms? Believe it or not, a lot of super dedicated people have done just that. In this segment, I'm going to talk about the three best cities to live and storm chase in. A few criteria are in order. These cities must reside in metros with populations of at least 100,000 people, and they must also be near some primetime chasing terrain, obviously. Are you ready? Let's go. Number three on this list is home of all things severe weather, Norman, Oklahoma. Not only do you have ready access to the dry line setups that typically form in western Oklahoma in the Texas Panhandle, the fertile chasing grounds of eastern Oklahoma are also within your grasp. If this is good enough for some of the top storm chasers over the years, it's good enough for you. For number two, we're taking a drive to the high plains. That's right, you should absolutely move to Denver, Colorado for storm chasing. Not only are you going to get beautiful mountain views all year round, but you're also going to get access to the very best setups the high plains have to offer. I highly recommend it. And number one on this list, I wouldn't really say it's Kansasing without Kansas. Wichita, Kansas is the top spot to live and chase, at least in my opinion. It seems like every possible major setup is no more than a six hour drive from you, which is super critical. Kansas is still the land of Oz, and more importantly, it's truly the home of big twisters. Hey, we have a lot of educational materials on tornadotitans.com. That's tornadotitans.com. Come check out Titan U, where you can learn all about storms, storm spotting, and you can also watch us chase from the comfort of your home. Visit us at tornadotitans.com. Hey, welcome back. Uh, we're with Minute by Minute Twister Movie Podcasters, Joe and Kelly Mays. And guys, one of the questions I've, I've got from you, you both went to Penn State and you both got degrees uh, in meteorology. Uh, and, you know, I mentioned to you earlier, you know, a lot of us on, on the show, some of us aren't even meteorologists. We're storm chasers or spotters. Uh, some are retired meteorologists. We, we actually have uh, meteorologists that practice meteorology. Uh, and we have those that have studied meteorology but are not in the field as well. And I think that's interesting about you guys. Tell us kind of what you're doing right now and, and how that path has worked for you. Because we do have a lot of people that listen to the show and, and are in meteorology or looking to go into atmospheric science or something of that nature. And I, I think it's good to just kind of understand how it works and what's out there or what's not out there and how that, how that's going. So, uh, Joe, why don't you start? Sure. Um, yeah, so I got my degree in meteorology from Penn State and I worked uh, at the Indiana State Climate Office, which is on the University of Purdue uh, campus. I was right there with Kelly while she got her, her master's degree. And, you know, we were while we were out there, just kind of talked about the, the future. And uh, we weren't sure that we were both going to be able to find a job in in the field, at least immediately. And we ended up uh, talking about it. And 
I mentioned and suggested to her that maybe we could possibly um, move back to my hometown and I would work with my family uh, in uh, in their business, which is a, a, a sandwich shop, a retail food um, vending wholesale uh, sandwich shop that's been around now almost 75 years uh, while, while Kelly searched for a job uh, in a related field. And that's what we ended up doing. And that's where we are to this day. Um, my me not working in meteorology or climatology is not um, not done because I didn't like it by any means. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but it was more of a, a practical decision at the time. And that's what we stuck with now for uh, the last uh, 11 years. Um, so that that's that's how it worked for me. Yep, I um, got my degree from from Penn State, two thousand seven meteorology. Uh, knew I was going to go to grad school. Uh, had pretty solidly decided I wanted to go into the atmospheric science track as as opposed to the communications um, track. And I was really interested in climate change and how humans would impact that and um, the chemistry behind it. So I ended up joining the chemistry department at Purdue. Um, Got my degree, did my thesis in um, the actual carbon dioxide coming off of the city of Indianapolis. Um, so I, I built a model and we actually went up in an airplane and took measurements of the, the gases coming off the city. Uh, did that several times and wrote a thesis around it um, to actually measure the carbon footprint of an entire city. So that was my, my thesis. And eventually, uh, when we came back to Pennsylvania, I got a job in air quality. Um, and then now I, I work for an environmental testing lab. I, I'm actually in the in the water field now, um, so I'm the I run the project managers at an environmental lab now. What what kind of gases come off of Indianapolis? Uh, I was mainly measuring carbon dioxide, but we're looking at methane too. There's a lot of agriculture uh -huh. around Indianapolis. Oh, right Indianapolis. from you, that's right from you. Downtown <laughs> methane city. Wow. Um, it was really cool though because we actually. We would fly up in the airplane and and basically back and forth. We would map out the um, the bottom, you know, layer, the the boundary layer of the atmosphere up until until we hit an inversion, and you could see very clearly where the power plant was located in the city, where the highways were. Um, we had enough granular detail to really map out not just that there was a plume, but what that plume looked like coming off of the city. Um, and how that changed throughout the day and throughout the seasons. Uh, it was really interesting. I did not like flying in the airplane. Um, at least once, the door popped open next yeah. to me mid-flight. So we're about, you know, 1,000 feet up in the air, and my door popped open. And that's not something you like to happen in an aircraft. Uh, but the, my, the pilot, who was my advisor in grad school, just leaned, leaned over and yanked it shut and said, that happens sometimes. I'm like, what? No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. No he, he didn't like, like tilt, tilt the plane or anything and then uh, sick no. of my passenger. He's so, like, the pressure will keep the door shut. <laughs> will it? Okay. So Joe and Kelly, I got a question. And this is coming. Uh, so I think we can all, most of us on this podcast, most people that watch this podcast will probably classify themselves as weather nerds. I know I do. And, you know, this is coming from me. You know, I'm a single guy and I studied meteorology in college. Like, does it work like between two people that are weather nerds? Like, is that awesome? Is that bad? Like, should I, cause I've always thought like, should I go find someone that loves weather or should I find someone that is like repulsed by weather and like opposites attract? I don't know. Does it work? 
No, it completely works. Absolutely it works. works for us. It's probably the one thing that we share the most in common. I mean, we have a lot of overlap and, and a lot of likes, but weather is definitely one that we're always in agreement. It's you know, it, whether it's check out these cool clouds or, or can't wait for the storm to get here or let's go take pictures of this. Uh, you know, wow, look at this radar or look at this new resource that I found. Like we're always sharing that stuff. Or even if it comes to the silly stuff, uh, you know, weather memes or anything like that. We just that's stuff that we share with each other all the time. Are, I, uh... are you? Are you guys always in agreement? Are you ever, ever like, no, no you are no. wrong? No, <laughs> um, no. no it's uh, not I'm always, always right. Yeah, there you go. But yeah. in weather, in weather, we we're, we're in agreement. So. Yeah, I, I do recall a specific instance where so we we were actually engaged when we went out to Purdue, right? Um, and so you know we we were already planning to get married, but I knew it was definitely going to work when uh, the tornado sirens went off, and we both, without saying anything, ran outside. Um, you know, did the opposite of what you're supposed to do, the opposite of the safe thing. But I knew it was going to work whenever we both had the same instinct of, I got to see it. I got to go see it. I just got to know if I can see it. We didn't see it, but no, we never saw we it. We never saw it. We were always close, close but... but never saw it. Um, but I knew it was going to work when we both had that same instinct. I love that. I love that. So what's the dream for you two? I mean, you both being in meteorology is like, what's the event that you want to both experience? I mean, I, I think, I don't know if there's one specific event, but I know we both want to do storm chasing, like during storm season, we both want to be in Tornado Alley. Because they were driving into a tornado or drive near to like, how close, how close is comfortable for you guys? I don't know. We've never been that close. So I don't know if I can even answer that. Well, the closest, <laughs> the closest we got, we were at a bar one night out in, in West Lafayette, Indiana. And um, the, the sirens started going off while we were in the bar. And we're in a bar where the entire front of the, the room is glass. plate glass. The entire back of the room is mirror. And all the glasses, the wine glasses, everything's hanging. And the, the sirens are going off. And I'm like, well, this doesn't seem like the best place to be. You know, it's like at the end of Twister when they're in the barn with all the farm equipment and, and yeah. sickles. <laughs> I'm just like, this maybe not, not great. Um, but... That's probably the closest we it was we were about four miles away, yeah, four or five so. miles away from where that touched down. I think that's the closest we've ever been. But yeah, I'd say the ultimate dream would be out there on a chase team watching it. You know, I drool over the supercell photos that come out of those places. The I, I'm a photographer as a hobby, so I just can only imagine how cool it would be to get that shot. Um but yeah, that's Yeah, we that's love dream. Greg's stuff, so Yes, mm. absolutely. Well, he and and I asked him to be on tonight, and he said, "Oh, Joe and Kelly Mays." Uh, yeah. yeah, right. I yeah. get it. I get it. Wow, <laughs> Phil. Wow. He, no, he was he was he was like he didn't he didn't like the competition. That's what he was afraid of. That's exactly. So hey, yeah. that is our that's our sound, guys. It is time for the lightning round. So this is our game show of flashy and brilliant questions that we always play with our guests. Uh, we invite everybody else to always play along as well, uh, especially if you're live on the chat. Here's what's interesting tonight. We're going to uh, go back to the vault. This is a little old school this evening. And we're going to uh, go back to episode one of Stormfront Whoa. Freaks. And at the time, wow. we were celebrating the 20th anniversary of Twister. And nice. so we played a little lightning round uh, based on the movie Twister. So that's what we're going to We're bringing it back tonight just for you guys. But here's what we're going to do different. And so this was when the lightning round was the lightning round. Like, we'd ask a question, you'd have to respond quick. We'd ask a question. 
So, so that's how we're going to do it. And I'm just going to I'm going to go back and forth. I'll start with Kelly. Gets the first question. Quick response. Joe, you get the next question. Oh, we're competing Quick against response. each other. Yep. Uh-huh. So we're going to go back and forth. And if any of you, either one of you, if you get the buzzer, then I'm going to go to the freaks. All right. Uh, right. And Penn State Ooh. loses its credentials. Just saying. Oh, the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so are you guys ready? We're we're gonna we're gonna kind of buzz through this rather quickly. We're gonna buzz through it. That's a pun. Bu- there you buzz go. Or wow. Bell through it. Wow. All right. So here we go. Uh, we're starting with Kelly. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. What actress played the role of Joe? Helen Hunt. All right, Joe. What food in Aunt Meg's breakfast was described as practically its own food group? Gravy. Uh, Kelly, what was the real reason Bill went to see Joe at the beginning of the movie? Uh, To get the divorce paper signed. Good. All right, Joe, what animal was seen flying in the water spout? Cow. Oh, this is an epic battle. (laughs) Kelly, what movie is playing at the drive-in theater when the tornado hits? The Shining. Wow. You already answered that. What is the name of Bill Bill and Joe's tornado recording contraption, Joe? Dorothy. He's going to uh, crack Kelly, what is the name what is the name of Jonas's tornado recording contraption? Uh, t- uh it's Toto. No, it's not Toto. Toto's the real one. Ah! Oh. All right, freaks, what is the name of Jonas's tornado recording contraption? Oh, that hurts. Billy. 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 All right, Joe. Bob. Bob. Joe. Uh, dot three. Mm. Dot three. All right, Joe, back to you again. What was Bill's nickname by the team as told in the story around Meg's table? The Extreme. The Extreme. <laughs> All right, in an error of the film crew, Kelly, even though the movie is set in Oklahoma, what sign is seen on the road signs? Oh, Texas? Correct. Oh, nice. Joe, true or false? Twister was the first movie ever released on DVD. True. It's true. Ooh, Kelly, what Star Wars movie quote was used in the film? That's not a moon. That's a space station. Very good. Oh Joe, God. what university was represented on Dusty's hat? Oklahoma. The number of tornadoes in the film, Kelly, is it higher or lower than six? Uh, lower. Freaks. Oh. Higher. Wait, wait, wait. That was 50-50. That's fair. All right. Joe, Joe, what was Bill's current career? What was his current career? Weatherman. Why do you say it like that? Very good. Does Joe ever sign the divorce papers, Kelly? Uh, Yes. Who says the days of sniffing the dirt are over, Joe? Jonas. While chasing, the convoy ends up on a small trail going through a cornfield that Rabbit refers to as what? Bob's Road. Yes. What town in Oklahoma does Aunt Meg live in? Wakita. Near the end of the movie, what did Bill and Joe drive right through, Kelly? A cornfield? Uh, also a burning house? Jesus, how many times did you guys watch yeah. this movie? Like 90? Yeah, oh, at least. 90 million? <laughs> Daylight. I'll give you the house. All right, Joe, what kind of therapist is Melissa? <laughs> a reproductive therapist. You just covered that oh on your most God. recent episode. We All did. right, what did the crew use to give Dorothy's sensors extra lift, Kelly? Uh, Pepsi cans. Wow, yep. Uh, where was Aunt Meg's car after the tornado hit Wakita? <laughs> a, a tree around the corner. 
Oh, you even got C. I was going to catch that. You give him the question. I mean, that is insane. That's impressive. All right, the last two. Kelly, actor Carrie Elwes, uh, who played Jonas, also starred in what movie with Andre the Giant? Oh, uh, the Princess Bride. Yeah, oh, good one. Really long. All right, Joe, let's finish it up. During breakfast at Aunt Meg's, the crew was discussing the size of tornadoes. They had seen what scale were they using? The Fujita scale. Which hadn't been invented yet. If you ask me this many questions about my mom, I don't think I can answer all. <laughs> <laughs> that, was no, that was outstanding. Amazing. Wow. Um, and and if, if you guys, Maz and MJ and Brady, if you guys remember uh, episode one, we had on a physicist yes. that created a tornado sensing sensor thing. Yes. I'm a jobber. Well said. Yes, thank you. And, and he was... Not that good. He was a physicist. He was a physicist. He's a physicist. Right. Yeah, that's, right. that's what. Yeah, he, he was not. <laughs> not so an anyway, uh, great job, guys. Uh, holidays, they're they're coming, and everyone wants to know what to get you. And at Helicity.co, they have a huge selection of weather-themed merch, including Stormfront Freaks shirts, mugs, face masks, and even our new stickers. So go to Helicity.co and click on the brands tab to find all your stormfront freak favorites uh guys can you tell us how they can find you on social media and and find your podcast sure yeah you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram uh, at solid f2 pod or search for solid f2 podcasts and uh, you can also subscribe to the show through anchor.fm or soundcloud and those sites are also put to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere you can find a, a podcast, we should be there. So, so what episode are you guys on in your own show? We we are finished with episode 30, so we're 30 minutes into the movie, and we okay. have about you know a little over an hour and a half left to go, so we got a good 90-plus <laughs> episodes. So. You got well, time to spend fun. together. Yeah, it that, sounds pretty good. fun. I'm, I'm for sure going to check it out, because just, just from talking to you guys, it sounds awesome. All right, well, hey, it's time for our final break. We've got Weather Trollbot is out, and uh, we've got some unbelievable weather fools for uh -oh. you as well. So hang on. Uh. This is Kevin Roth, Chief Meteorologist with Rotogrinders.com, and you're listening to Stormfront Freaks Podcast, the best podcast in the biz. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the moon. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show, Weather Fools, or should I say Weather Fool, because tonight the freaks blew it. And no one came up with the weather fools Sorry. but me. Blue. So tonight the we're going to be the time. I like don't bring one. You know what? You're right. Phil is usually an overachiever, and tonight he underachieved in a big way. But don't worry. I've got a great one for the group. So for those that don't know what weather fools is, weather fools is us as the freaks where, you know, I'm the only freak that did it this time. Us as the freaks are going on on the internet. We're looking for a YouTube video or something else that, you know, someone did something not so smart, silly, or just downright stupid, and it's got to pertain to the weather. So let's get right into it. And My that's weather. not real. Hashtag fake news on this Well, we'll, well, we'll really? see. We'll see. This is an oldie but a goodie. 
Uh, it's titled Weatherman Erection Mistakes. So those that, you know, have children watching the show, please oh turn away now. So this is a weatherman. I don't know what his name is, but he's he's broadcasting John. Tropical Storm John. And he's doing a forecast here and he's showing the cone, right? And he's showing it growing and growing. And I'm going to pause it right there. So look at the position. I mean, like, how can you not understand? Like, just just look at the look at this look at the TV on the side or something. Like, dude, come on! But it's basically for everyone that can't see, the cone is coming out right of his midsection and it's growing. And he's kind of he's kind of you know leaning into it. It's it's not good. It is not good at all. It looks looks kind of like I think we can all guess by the title what it looks like. Is this but, is this fake news? Yeah, listen, listen, because you see, it's uh, there was something about this before. I can't remember what it was, but it's it's totally not real. Like, well, and who's gonna like go? Who's gonna like lean into it like that when when he's showing I, the storm path? I, Phil, did you God, ever? Apparently. Did you ever see anything that this was fake news? Like, did you see it was verified it was fake? No, I didn't. It looks real. To I think it's real. Just really and wants it to be fake. Oh, no, please let it be That's fake. Good. It is a classic, though, Brady. You're right. It's it's so bad. I mean, look at just look at that freeze frame. It, it just it does not. I mean, even the shape of the cone looks. It just wait. It, it looks no like a penis. That, that's that's too good. So uh, we'll have the link here to our one weather fool. Y'all are slackers. Um, but this is a goodie. You guys are gonna be sure to check this out. This is show 116. So this link will be in our show notes. our favorite weather troll bot i, I want to let everybody know if you're not familiar with weather troll bot 5000 we found her at a garage sale it's probably been a year or so and and she for the most part looks like an advanced speak and spell uh for those of you that are old enough to know what that is but it's it's just it's a funky looking robot and we reprogrammed her because i've always wanted to and and i know you guys you've always wanted to know when you see social media and you see all our weather friends getting trolled by people just nasty people right and they're always responding very professional very nice you know and professional i've always wanted to know what they're really thinking when they when they respond that way so we reprogrammed weather troll by 5000 to be able to interpret uh, those responses and interpret the trolls to really formulate what they were really thinking when they responded to the troll. And I want to let you know, we did a little upgrade. So I, I had some time because of COVID and I was uh, kind of quarantined for a little bit with all this contact tracing stuff going around. And we, we kind of reprogrammed uh, Weather Trollbot a little bit to make her sound. And she sounds really good, like like almost sultry sounding like a little bit. Uh, but Amazing. so here we go. I've got two we're going to cover tonight. So the first one, this is from meteorologist Corey Reppenhagen from Nine News, Colorado. And he's responding to this Twitter post from Jameson Young, who's at Jameson C. Young on Twitter. Uh, Jameson said, can you guys please stop asking Corey Reppenhagen to sound like a constipated game show host in his canned pieces? It's so obviously strained and unnatural. He sounds so much better in his live shots. Let the man talk normal, please. Ouch. So it's not nice. Not nice. But Corey, professional guy, professional meteorologist, he comes back and says, yeah, next time I get the constipated game show host request, 
there's a high probability I might decline. Ha. <laughs> All right. So so wow. what we do, so I gotta punch that in uh, to Weather Trollbot. And and we gotta we're gonna find out what Corey was really thinking when he actually responded professionally the way that he did. Here is what Corey was really thinking. I have no problem with the game show host voice, but how the f does constipation have anything to do with your speech? Jameson, when you can't take a sh what does your voice sound like? <laughs> wow. <a> point. <laughs> I, I mean, that's a good point. What does constipation have anything to do with your voice? That's right. All oh, I know is Siri's voice sounds, I mean, that's let's just say, good. does Siri have a voice? Well, you guys impressed with my upgrade? <laughs> Kelly, I Whoa. think the methane levels go up, don't they? <laughs> I, would, I would believe it would be measurable. Okay. Just check All it. right, here's the second one. Uh, meteorologist Samantha Roberts from Cleveland 19. She responded to a Facebook post from Linda. Uh, good old Linda said, I found your page almost every time I open Facebook. It is annoying as hell, and I want it stopped. Despite all my attempts to block, stop, keep it from showing up, I cannot seem to do it. I do not know what you did to make this annoying page so hard to get rid of, but I'm trying this as a last resort to get rid of it. Oh, my God. And uh, good old Samantha, right? She just, she, she kind. Listen, the first thing she said is, bless your heart, Linda. If you think my Facebook page is annoying, imagine what my husband goes through living with me. <laughs> so we're, we're going to punch that in. And we, we want to find out, I guess, what she was really thinking. Here is what Samantha was really thinking. Facebook is not that f***ing hard, Linda. I'm not your IT service. Here's a solution. Get the hell off Facebook. <laughs> good, good solution. Simple. Wow. Gonna right. be honest. Family member named Linda, and that sounds exactly like her. So please, <laughs> please. <laughs> let that not be her. Sounding correct. All right. Uh -oh. Hey, so that just about does it for this episode of Stormfront Freaks Podcast. Dang Thanks for it. listening or watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad that we're ending, man. I don't want to end. Uh, anyway, before I get to our next guest, if you like Let's the show, going. don't forget to subscribe to or follow the show so you get notified and receive the latest episodes delivered right to your podcast player the moment it gets released. And also visit patreon.com slash stormfrontfreaks. Check out all the ways you can support us, and we can do more with you. Uh, Dan Wallace, he's been with us tonight. Uh, he's He's been one of our newest uh, VIP members, so he gets to Dan. kind of join us in the group Woo! and everything else. Yeah. Dan, welcome to the show. It's good having you on. Thank you. What? Uh, so I'm, I'm curious, what is it you actually like about us that you wanted to join <laughs> Would you like something? That's about a loaded question doing? tonight. <laughs> I I've heard it described as a train wreck in the comments, so. <laughs> That's safe. That's yeah. More like an airplane crash. More like an airplane tonight, crash. Uh, and special thanks to our guests tonight, Joe and Kelly Mays. You guys are yes. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for all putting right. up with all this crap. Yeah, well, in our next us. episode, uh, episode 117, we're going to be featuring chief meteorologist at WCNC-TV in Charlotte, North Carolina. Brad Panovich mm, is going to be awesome. joining us. And for our Blizzard Patreon members and above, we'll be recording that episode live on Thursday, October 29th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central. 
Uh, the video is going to be exclusively available to members for two weeks before it's released to the public. And our edited podcast will be available, as always, the Sunday following our recording. Uh, so I think for MJ, for uh, Maz, Brady, Kim's not with us tonight, but we do have Joe and Kelly and Dan still with Jacob, us. Jacob, yeah. Uh, yeah. In the back. I, yeah. I, it's, it's a crew tonight. I'm going to signal the all clear. Good God, we got to get out of here. So, good night, everybody. Jacob, be kind, man. Be kind. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. And watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive Storm Chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.